hello 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 greetings from south africa i'm sure you can hear my daughter screaming in the background she's excited we just finished a dance competition two days and today she and three friends are going including myself we're gonna go watch barbie and i'm all dressed up in my pink uh crocs pink um socks pink uh, dress shirt and as far as i can go i think my pink watch as well works so that's it but it's cold so i have to wear red red coat <clears throat> wow what a beautiful beautiful week this has been i always judge my weeks uh on what i'm learning myself and i come on this uh forum or podcast or show to share with you my wisdom and knowledge to teach myself and for those who have followed and who are who as curious as I am about life and how we go about uh, going on about life because you know life throws so many things at you and you just need to think oh my god there is a blessing or a lesson in my way and so today I want to talk about something that I've noticed in my being, not in my being, in my mind, that just prevents me going a step further. Remember I said you have the right to uh, be abundant and the right to thrive. But be when I say that, there is something else called the subconscious mind that seems to have lived from a long time and when we try and manifest our desires, there looks like there's a trip, a switch here in the subconscious mind that goes up, on, like an on button that goes, you don't deserve that. <laughs> and so I wanted to talk about this thing called the inner critic. We all have it. Uh, if somebody says they don't have it, well, I'm like, maybe you're not hearing it. But we all have that inner critic. We all have misdoubt, misfear, inner critic. They judge uh, the manager. The manager who tells you, no, you haven't got the right shoes on. No, this is good. That, that kind of inner critic. The inner critic, though, I find can be quite uh, brutal. Like brutal to a point where you think this thing is hammering uh, holes on me and it's so it's painful most of the time we're not so uh, we are aware of the inner critic but we're not sure how to deal with it and I remember uh, my friend and I when we worked at a, uh, a company long ago we used to have to do speeches in front of 2,000 sales reps 99% of them were male and we'd have to go in front of these guys and my and we would laugh to each other and we're like, ah, this is going to be tough because we don't feel we are enough. And that's the inner critic at play there. My inner critic would be like, you, you're, you're not a boy. They're not going to like you. You are not going to be loved. You are selling beer. You're a woman. And that's what the inner critic would do for me. To me, not for me. Then the other day, I remember going to buy some groceries and I really wanted something. I really wanted some fish. I, I like salmon and salmon at its very best is the one of my favorite foods, but I can't have it often 
because it's quite expensive. I hear this little inner parrot. But you can't afford the original. You're going to be so broke. <laughs> and I'm laughing because that's how uh, our thoughts rule our lives. And we need to be so, we need to hear that inner critic because that inner critic is the ultimately that's leading our lives and choices. So when we want to do something, let's say you want to buy something that you really need, not the want buying, not the want that you really need, hear that inner critic, are you not allowed at Woolworths? Are you not allowed to do that? Are not you allowed? So the reason I come up on this um, forum to tell you that this inner critic uh, came to me as well when I started this podcast. Uh, I can't tell you how many times I started doing this podcast and I would hear the inner critic say to me, it's not good enough. Nobody will like the uh, podcast. Put it down. Or when I'm trying to market it, it's going to go, it's not enough. Nobody's going to like it. Give it a rest. And I remember even when I was in the middle of starting my business and my business was not going well, And I kept on thinking, why is it that I'm thinking that I need to start my business from scratch and do something uh, and really, really focus on it? And I'll tell you this, the inner critic would come to me unconsciously. It's like a little silent missile that goes to me. You are good for nothing. And the other day I heard this little critic. It was silent. And I'm thinking to myself, I want to do this. This is my desire. And it said to me, you are good for nothing. Oh my God. The day I caught that little, little voice talking to me, I thought, I got you, sucker. I got you. And so now, every time I'm about to do something and I feel the fear, I know it is the inner critic coming into my being, my head, telling me a story, a story about it's not going to be successful. People are going to judge you. People are going to laugh at you. People are not going to like it. It is always going to be a story. So this is what I do now. I go, okay, thank you for telling me that. And sometimes I go, who's going to tell me it's not good enough? Who's going to tell me it's a, a dreadful thing? Who's telling me that? And I can tell you, it can't answer. All it does is yep. And it cannot answer back. So I also know that in between the inner critic, the judge, the the negative naysayer in the mind, there's a wise voice. But because the inner critic, the judge, the negative naysayer, I call mind Martha, is always around to tell you how you shouldn't be, you should eat the wise voice is quieter and it's so hard to hear that wise voice and so I wrote about it on my LinkedIn profile I said there is always an answer to a, a problem you have there's always an answer to a problem you have it becomes an opportunity to learn but because the inner critic the judge are so in control of our minds it's so hard to hear the wise one So what now I've learned is, oh, I understand. There is that voice that I'm going to go. Let's say I say, I want to be a Formula One driver. 
And this one will go, <laughs> you want to be Louis Helpington? Give me a break. Yeah, I think. Give me a break. And that's when most of us uh, stop our dreams, stop our vision of ourselves. I, I, I don't want to be Louis Hamilton, by the way. Um, I do want to be Oprah, but my own version of Oprah. But that's when uh, we stop saying we want, we desire something profound for ourselves, for our children, for our future. We stop ourselves because Miss Dark, Miss Fear, Miss Critic will tell you, you don't deserve it, you are not enough, you are good for nothing. But I figured whilst this thing is drumming all along, there's, I found the voice of wisdom. Now the voice of wisdom will sound like, Musidi, you want to be Lewis Hamilton? Yes, I do. Okay, why do you want to, what is your intention behind this? And you're going, I want more money, I want a good body. But it will ask you such beautiful questions that you come to the conclusion of whether you want to do it or you don't want to do it. And let me give you another example, a very small example, actually not a small example. <clears throat> I've always wanted a sofa. Uh, my sofa is 17 years old, actually 18. It's really seen life. We've moved with the sofa. It went from yellow to beige because when my daughter was born, I was like, I yellow ain't gonna work here. And so uh, a couple, three years ago, I was like, mm, I need a sofa, I need a sofa. Meanwhile, I've had other sofas that and couches I keep. And so the other day I see a wonderful sofa. It's on sale. And that voice that says, go for it, was there, go for it, go for it. And the other naysayer critical one was like, oh my God, you're going to finish the money. How could you do this? You are so selfish. And then I thought, okay, I'm hearing two voices. The one that says, go for the sofa, go for the sofa. It's on sale. The other one's like, nye, 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 nye. so I thought, let me sleep on it. My mother used to say, when you have a decision to make, and you're not sure which way to go, sleep on it. And Struz Bob, truth is I woke up the next morning with a clear head. I was very clear. That's why they say wait 24 hours before sending an email because your first self is a emotional, unhappy girl. So I waited. And then the voice of wisdom came. The voice of wisdom say, do you want the sofa? Yes, I do. Why do you want the sofa? Well, uh, my other sofa is uh, is old. Okay, that's amazing. Where are you going to put this other sofa? Mm, 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 I'm not sure. Okay, uh, so what are you going to do with the other sofas you've got? Mm, mm, mm. I couldn't answer. I couldn't answer some of those sofas, uh, those questions, those sofas. <laughs> and I thought to myself, hmm, I've got a wise person inside of me who's pulling knowledge and wisdom from the, the one side and the rational, critical self that's like, you're not going to buy, you're not going to buy. And the other one is saying, you're going to buy. And I thought to myself, 
oh, what a blessing. I have a wise one. So I did eventually come to a decision that I'm not going to buy a sofa after I slept over it. But when it comes to something like you have a vision and a dream of yourself and you want to pursue it, but there's this negative naysayer who's on you all the time, the best thing is to write it down. Write exactly what the negative naysayer is saying. Write it. What is the negative naysayer saying? If you can't write it, maybe record yourself. Record yourself. What is it saying? Like you're having a conversation between the, the mind and yourself. Hi, I want to buy a sofa. I, no, you don't have my, You just talk to yourself. Yes, you will seem like you're mad. It's okay. You're doing this to help yourself. You're doing this to slow down and to understand what it is you are saying to yourself. It works. I promise you, until I did that, I realized that I was stopping myself from going after what I wanted because Martha, the critic, the judge, the doubter, the fear, the fearful one was always pulling me back. And so when I started looking at what I was saying to myself, I started laughing. I started thinking and then I started asking myself, is this my voice, this, this critic? And I knew it wasn't my voice because I know what my voice is like. I'm curious. My gosh, I'm curious. You give me something that I don't understand. I want to go for it because I'm all about wisdom and knowledge. I want to know. I want to know. And if it's not going to help me, I don't touch it. But if I feel there's value in knowing something, in understanding something, I go for it. So I've now begun to understand there's that voice, the critic, that's not my voice. My voice is curious, it's wise, it's knowledgeable. My voice is also fun. <laughs> it's got a lot of humor and my voice is kind, but it's got boundaries now. And there's a voice of me that's energized, that's passionate. So I'm now starting to understand when there's a voice that makes me feel all moody and down, that critic, it is not me. When that one that's wise and that lifts me up and that makes me feel good about myself, that's me. So next time, wisen up. You have an inner critic that was born when you were a child and you must have come from an adult who was either a caregiver, or a teacher, a sister, older sister, or brother, an auntie, whoever, who came, maybe you had it, she, this person was saying to other kids and you absorbed it yourself. Maybe it was a small thing. I'm telling you that inner critic cannot rule your life. Do not let that inner critic rule your life. Find that inner wisdom. Find your inner truth. And therein you'll find the answers to the problems or the desires of your life. I'm off to Bobby. Thank you. Have a wonderful day.